What's up guys, Rick from DFS On Demand here with your betting preview for this week's Honda Classic. Uh, we'll jump right into this. Let's go right to the, the tournament predictor tool. So if you are new this week, this is a tool that has been evolving over the course of the last few months, where basically it is trying to determine what the likelihood that each golfer in the field gets to the winning score. Now we need to kind of guess what the winning score is or use past history. Now, um, if you go back, uh, so let me pull up the historic strokes gained for this week's Honda classic. And we'll look back at what the winning, uh, scores were in strokes gained, because obviously the winning score here at the Honda classic is going to be a lot lower than what it was, um, in previous events, right? It's not going to be 20 under par. It's going to be single digits under par very likely, or I mean, 12 under is like the lowest, the best score anybody's gotten to any winner has gotten to in the last five years. So 2019, uh, Keith Mitchell gained 12.8 strokes on the field in 2018, uh, JT and Luke list actually gained 16 strokes on the field. And then in 2017, Ricky Fowler gained 14 strokes on the field, but he basically won by four shots. So with all that said, you could probably argue 13, 14 might be a good number to plug in here, which is lower uh, than anything that we've usually put in. We've been keeping it at, at around 15. So let's lower it down to 13. And I think what we're going to see happen here, uh, let's go a little further, 13, a lot more guys are going to be viable. And that is actually what I believe to be fairly accurate. Um, what we've seen from the Honda classic is the studs win it a lot or someone from like 250 to one wins it, which is what Keith Mitchell did last year. Or even if they don't win it, you know, finishing in like the top five or six last year, like VJ Singh was there. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think Wyndham Clark was there. He would have probably been like outside of a hundred to one or something like that. So the fact that it is a lower winning score does bring a lot more golfers into this. Uh, so what we're seeing from this predictor is that uh, as far as the top of the board goes, Brooks Kepka still very much the best value here. Now, keep in mind, it's using strokes gain data. So uh, the events that he hasn't played or necessarily hasn't played all that well in that aren't measured are going to impact his digits here. But it's it's such a huge uh, a, such a huge value, you know, for him to be getting to the winning score nearly 15% of the time when his implied Vegas odds are 7% of the time is significant. The next ones, uh, Gary Woodland with a half a percent. That is actually great. Cause I like Gary this week. Uh, Justin Rose plus 5.6% on the value side. He's getting to the winning score about 9.3% of the time. His implied Vegas odds have him winning about 3.7%. That's significant. So with all the things considered with how big that value percent is and what Brooks Kepka has been doing, if I was just, if I was using a combination of both the numbers and a little bit of my own logic, like Justin Rose would be my bet here uh, because he's the one I've seen him at 25 to one. Um, we're using 26 to one here, which is what the DraftKings Sportsbook is, is currently offering on this number. I, like that to me is what I would deem to be the best bet. Okay. Now there's other things going into play here. Um, Benny on, wow. This is like all of my favorite players right, right here for this week. Benny on would be the next guy that checks in at, at a value. Uh, let's sort by the value percent. 
So pretty significant amount of golfers here that would be deemed a quote unquote value. There are probably, I don't know, 20, 22 golfers. Now, the vast majority of them are less than 1% of a value. So the only guys, there's only four guys over a 1% value, which are Jason Kokrak, Kevin Streelman, Justin Rose, and Brooks Kepka. So if you're asking me, uh, I would potentially bet all four of those guys because they are pretty spread out on the betting board. You've got a, a 13 to one, a 26 to one Streelman's 85 and Kokrak's a hundred to one. So you, that could conceivably be your betting slip for this week, which is interesting. Uh, Rose has already gotten a bet from me. I've bet Rose and Woodland. Uh, Woodland is on here, but he's not as good of a value as some of these other guys. And then you have a lot of these, you know, 400 to one golfers like that's yes, they are technically a value, but they are not, um, not going to win enough to, to pay this off. And then the, the worst side of it. So, uh, funny to see the names on the worst side of it are actually the guys that I'll probably be fading a lot of this week in both betting and fantasy. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, I have him getting to the winning score about three and a half percent of the time. Vegas has him needing to win about 8.3%. That is a very bad value. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, same thing. He's a he's a pretty significant negative, sitting there at 20 to 1. I like Louis kind of in a, a, a DraftKings fantasy aspect this week, but I don't think I'd bet him outright. I mean, those are literally two guys that don't win golf tournaments, right? Like that, it would be very tough to bet them outright in this scenario. Then next, you get Daniel Berger, who... Okay, so uh, I kind of went on a little bit of a rant. Uh, maybe it was on Pat Mayo's show uh, a little bit earlier about Daniel Berger and, and why he's even priced like this. And and, and I don't know. I, I just, I'm not buying it. And my model's not really buying it either. I have him getting to the winning score target. This is a pretty big sample size. 24 starts. I have him getting to the winning score target 0.08 percent of the time that is not even a tenth of one percent not very good not very good for Daniel Berger Vegas has him needing to win about 2.7 percent of the time to pay off so that is about as bad as it gets Uh, Ricky Fowler is much closer but still a negative on my sheet so those are the worst values I'll flip it back to the best so you can see that really quickly here so again just to recap the guys with over one percent of value so to speak would be Kepka. Rose, Streelman, and Jason Kokrak. Uh, all of them spread out on the board could make up a fairly viable betting slip. Okay, let me pull up uh, some of the head-to-head matchups and see if we can find some value there as well. All right, again, I'm using uh, DraftKings Sportsbook here. I am not in a state that is able to use this, but I am trying to just use a, a U.S.-based regulated book that a lot of people have access to. So that's where we're getting these lines. Um, let's look at Ricky versus Louie. Ricky, pretty significant favorite, minus 134 over Louis Oosthuizen at plus 125. Let me see what I can pull up in my head-to-head betting model here. I have a feeling this is going to be a lot closer than that, but what do I know? Uh, Fowler, oh, wow, I have Fowler at minus 135. He is minus one, th- I'm sorry, I have Ricky Fowler at minus 134, and he is minus 134. Don't you love it when... Um, that validates a little bit of what you're trying to do. Okay. So that would be a no bet for me. Uh, let's do Horschel versus Berger. Horschel minus 120, Berger plus 110. I have a feeling Berger 
is going to stink in this. I, I, just, I just don't understand it. I know he's been good recently, but let's look at Horschel versus Berger. Uh, I've got Billy Ho, uh, 50, about 57% to win this in a four-round matchup over Daniel Berger, uh, which would put his money line about minus 132. He is minus 120. Uh, that might be a Billy Ho bet for me. Also, I'm a little bit biased because I just like, you know, personally like Billy Ho in this matchup compared to Daniel Berger. So if I can get the numbers to kind of back it up, it's kind of a, a, a twofold nice one for me. And then um, let's look at this one. Harry Higgs versus Adam Shank. I've not plugged this one in yet. Actually, I want to look at these two. Furick versus Palmer and Higgs versus Shank. I have not plugged in the Higgs-Shank one yet. Um, I'll hold off on that for a second, but I, I just really like Higgs. Like, personally, Higgs has got to be the guy. Like, he has to be the guy there, but let's see. All right, so here is Higgs and Shank. So I've got Higgs uh, 57% to win, minus 132. That's pretty significant. He does have a lot less rounds. He only has 32 measured rounds compared to Adam Shank's 88 measured rounds in the same time frame. So keep that in mind. But Higgs has been literally uh, twice as good as Adam Shank on average uh, in, in these time frames since January 1st of 2019. So again, another one that, I would prefer to bet Higgs. Uh, the numbers back it up. I, I might I might really hit that one. And then what was the last one? It was Furick and Palmer. And this is interesting because I think Palmer has been really uh, kind of underrated a bit. Let me see if I can find him here. Okay. Palmer versus Furick. Wow. Okay. So, um, this is a shame because, all right, so here's what I've got. I have uh, Ryan Palmer only winning this 37% of the time, which means, you know, Jim Furyk should be minus 167. That would be a big bet on Furyk. Now, you can see from these measured rounds here, Ryan Palmer has been very good outside of this one round, his latest round at the Genesis Invitational. That was the round that he, uh, I believe, left seven shots in the bunker and took a nine on a par three. Does that sound right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's that's the round. So that is going to absolutely kill his number here. Let me see if I can back this up a little bit. Let me go to like two eight or two. I'll do I'll do two fourteen, which would have been like the day before that round. Let's see. Let's see if I can remove that round a bit. Yeah, I mean it's it's closer. Uh, it's actually still a, a advantage for Furyk. I'm I'm shocked by this. Um, I don't know if I'm trying to build a narrative around Ryan Palmer, but you can see. I mean Palmer, when he loses, he loses big, uh, but he gains a lot. So I don't know what that says, but that's just my observation here. So maybe this is going to be a no bet for me. I really would have loved to come in here and hit Ryan Palmer uh, over Jim Furyk, but I can't really even adjust the numbers in my favor here. So I, I will probably just stay away from this one. But I do think Ryan Palmer is uh, is very much underrated, and he's had a couple of really quirky situations. For example, you know, he goes, uh, you know, the, the seven shots out of the bunker at the Genesis, that is not going to happen again. The, the fairway bunker on 18 at the Sony Open where he, um, you know, tried to hit like a three wood out of the bunker and be a hero when he didn't have to be, but he didn't know that because the scoreboard wasn't updated. Like there's just been a lot of weird situations for Ryan Palmer. He's playing better uh, than I think most people expect or suspect. So, um, all right, let's jump over to uh, DK Sportsbook here and see if there's any quirky little bets we can wrap up with. 
All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, tournament groups. I always love a good group. Group A, Fleetwood, Fowler, Kepka, Victor, Louis. Oh, boy. Uh, pass. <laughs> I don't want that one. Uh, Rose, Sungjae, Lowry, Berger, Woodland. Um, I like too many guys in there. No. Knox, Connors, Vegas, Brad, uh, Keegan, and Joaquin Neiman. Uh, I, Vegas should be much. I like Vegas, but he should be longer than plus three fifty. There's no way these guys are like, like Vegas should be like plus four fifty. Quite honestly, uh, but I do. I, I like in a vacuum. I kind of like him, uh, and and probably Keegan the most. But that, those odds aren't good enough. Horschel, English, Taylor. Clark Grio. Uh obviously like Horschel, but he's plus 225. He's by far the shortest odds. These are pretty bad odds on these. Um, let's try the nationality bets. We hit a couple of these last week. Uh we hit oh on Sportsline, which I write I write a couple of articles a week for Sportsline. Uh one is power rankings and one are uh best bets. So if you're interested in that, go go sign up at Sportsline. Um I had uh Terrell Hatton, seven and a half to one is the top. English player and that cashed this week. Top English player, Fleetwood Rose, Poulter Westwood. Uh, no, these are pretty bad. Uh, Cam Percy plus 225 to be the top Australian over Matt Jones, Cam Davis, and Greg Chalmers. That, that would probably be the bet for me. Asian, uh, Sung Jae, Byun Hun. I do like KH Lee, but again, not at five and a half. These numbers are too short. These numbers are very short. Canada, uh, basically if anybody beats Corey Connors, you get four or five or seven to one on your money, man, these are tough. Um, okay. Here's one South Africa, Louis, Eric, Eric fun ruin, Charles Schwartzel and Dylan Fratelli. Uh, Fratelli has been very bad. Schwartzel has been bad, but when he's, when he's, he's got like, I don't know, 10 missed cuts in his last 15 events. But, like, the five that he's made the cut are, like, all top fives. It's, like, super incredible. Um, so, at plus 350 against uh, Eric Van Ruin, who this is super short based on what he did last week. And then Louis, who, you know, is plus 120. Um, I mean, he's, he's the, the favorite to win this, but probably not that big. If he has another really bad tee to green week like he did last week. Last week was his worst tee to green week that I have on record for him. Uh, Schwartzel... Uh, while I don't really like him, um, that's not that bad. Top South African. That's not that bad. Hole-in-one props. Uh, yeah, we're not going to do hole-in-one props. Uh, so I think that's it. That'll do it. This has been the betting preview for the Honda Classic. If you like what you see, I've, I've got I've gotten some feedback from you guys. I'm going to start building out like a props tool um, over the course of the next couple weeks, which we'll be able to plug in some different stuff. We'll check it out. Um, I'll kind of roll that out uh, amongst my other, uh, betting offerings that are coming. So, uh, if you have any feedback, tweet me at Rick run good or leave a comment below. Talk to you guys soon. See ya.